Hey there, sister, Nicole Johnson here. In this episode, I get to introduce you to my friend, Sherry Allered. We met back in 2017, right here in Northwest Arkansas, where I currently live. Um, and she is such a delight. Um, she has a ministry that she pours out of. It has to do a lot with names, what we say about ourselves, and uh, when you hear the term living well, a lot of times people think, oh, you're going to talk to me about health, getting get eating healthy. has nothing to do with that, but has everything to do with are you living in a pit or are you living in the well? So listen up. It's a great time. And check out the show notes to get her website so you can do further reading for yourself and check out that recipe that will be there. Thanks, sis. Enjoy. Well, hello there, sister, or I should say, hey there, sister. Nicole Johnson here. Um, Join our convo as we chat about life, love, and legacy. Today, I'm honored to introduce to the world Miss Sherry Allred, a friend of mine that actually God connected us back um, in 2017 Uh, My family and I, we were traveling full time on the road, living on the road, living the life. Um, And we came through Northwest Arkansas and with a ministry called the 99. But along with that ministry, um, a parent church ministry called God's ER connected with us and traveled with us. They are uh, based out of Tulsa. And they came over and joined us. And Sherry, I believe that's when you 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 jumped in on that on that part of the ministry. I did. Yeah. yeah, called God's ER. So that's a whole nother podcast. But um, just wanted to give the the uh, intro to who you are. I know that you are a wife of how many years? Uh, 30. 30 years. You're a mother. How many kids? Five. Five children. And how many grands? Seven. Seven, and I hear those grands are pulling on the heartstrings to change states. Yes, They're they are moving out of our state just across the border. Right. But, um, but to me, she's a mentor and a friend, and and a sister, and that's that's why why we're on the podcast here because part of the vision of this podcast is to have women on who have impacted my life and who have made me be who I am today, and can and um uh encourages me to keep and inspires me to keep growing and to keep going. So uh, I don't know everything that you do, but I do know that you are a speaker. But besides just being a speaker, I put in parentheses that a speaker who prays and imparts. So before you go to speak, you've already prayed over the women, the people that are coming to um, to the group. And then you you leave with an impartation into every single one. That's why I'm so excited for you to listen to this podcast and send it on, forward it on, um, even as you're listening to it, to other friends that you know, so that they can hear the same information and God can speak to them and touch them wherever they are. So Jesus is our why. That's why we come together. But I'm just going to jump right in here. Um, when did you, without getting into right the, the meat of the, when did God download this um concept this this vision this um purpose of the names 
um, the whole Genesis 24 concept. What, how long have you been walking in that? Uh, about 10 years. And thank you for letting me come on here and share mm. my passion because it's just something that I live by. It was a download from the Holy Spirit, from God, from Jesus um, back in 2012, right? It, it was around the September time going from 12 to 13 in the Jewish calendar. It's It was the, we did not realize this, but it was the year of the camel and the eye. And oh, wow. um, we decided what we would do is um, do a Bible study together. And she had the um, young life kids to, at the college. That oh, we, nice. And she already had that established and she invited me to come along and, and do that. So we were uh, studying what happens at the well. What kind of activity happens at the well? Well, we got stuck in Genesis 24 and I've never gotten out of it. I am still in Genesis 24. Wow. It's a amazing verse that talks about um, trusting the Lord and how he, Abraham, was, uh, asked his servant, Eleazar, I call him Eleazar, <laughs> and to go find a, a wife for his son, Isaac. And God the Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, our Savior, and Rebecca's the bride that he finds. But it's just this amazing thing where they, the trust it's level is, oh, sorry. Did you well, I was going to say, so you, you co-authored a book. Oh, no. Julie Davis wrote a book uh, called In is, Search of a Bride. And, and is I, this the same group that it came out of? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's yeah. called uh, In Search of a Bride. In Search of a Bride. I meant to yeah. bring it so I could sh- I, I can see your beautiful face. No, nobody else can. But oh. I've got a copy of that. And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful work. But you have it's just... the original copy of yes. that. And we have um re uh she has repurposed it for they call it for the masses meaning it's more streamlined and i will i will show that to you but you can go online and it's julie davis and she's written this and her daughter did the artwork and it's beautiful we can also put that information in our show notes so that people can read about that yeah awesome okay that sounds great yeah i just feel like um where this started was that the lord is um bringing together an end time army out of my course, it's like he is wanting to make us into it says a juggernaut, which is a powerful destructive force with blind devotion. He he's saying the enemy's just going kick her when she's down, violate her, cause her to not be able to do any anything of use. And uh God says they have no idea what I'm doing. Wow. And what the importance of this in order to make us into that powerful destructive force with blind devotion, we have to know who we are. If you know who you are and you show up every time you and you get to be yourself and not have to be anyone else, he has placed within us. He's he's spoken to our spirits before we were ever formed in our mother's womb. So now our spirit knows our name. Our spirit knows our identity. Our spirit knows it all. But see, we get born in and then our soul and our and our body has to catch up with mm. what our spirit already knows. Well, you're and getting so, into some stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when, when our spirit, uh, because it says he sits us down in high places when we get saved and we have, uh, he sets us down in. And the way I see that is he sets you down into your purpose. He sets you down into the very thing you are. You don't have to be everything. It's like in the word, it says, well, I'm the, I'm the nose, I'm the foot, I'm the hand. 
Well, in, in this realm, it's like, I'm the purpose, you're the obedience, someone else is the surrender, someone, and we don't live well without each other. So mm. we have to know who we are in order to help other people around us. And now let's when, jump into um, where most people are, are starting. They they don't realize that they're there most of the time, but um, it's a three little word, uh, three letter word called the pit. They're kind of yeah. stuck in the pit. You talked about, you know, you're, you, you're doing your Bible study and you just kind of, you, 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 you're hanging out in Genesis 24. So talk to us about the pit. Okay. Well, the pit is a territory that the enemy owns. He has permission to rule and reign on, on this earth. And, uh, and if we get into his territory mm-hmm. and the, the, the angel of, I would call it the angel of death. that's over that is Abaddon or Apollyon means the destroyer and he has permission when we open okay so we have gates our ear gates our eye gates or not i mean we can mm-hmm. all, all mm-hmm. of our gates we have control over what comes in and out of what yes. we're seeing what we're doing mm-hmm. and all of that well when you hold free gate, will yeah yeah free will and when you open your gates up to something that is pitiful or pit, Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. is a well without water so when you get into a place of dry, uh, bad thinking, you know, and it, that leads to death, these things, you have to see what you're talking, what's coming out of your mouth. Your a words. Well, a well without water is a pit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's good. As the well of salvation, of course, is the water of the word. It's completely swimming with the goodness of God and teeming with, with life, mm-hmm. mm. life giving mm-hmm. all across. So, so if you're walking in bitterness, if you feel like you're never enough, if you have bondages that you are not taking care of and bringing to the Lord, if you're depressed, all these things that the enemy has permission to come and and ravish you mm. uh, by the seed of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And the open doors that we do, and, and I think that's one of the most important things to learn is I'm opening my own door <laughs> to the goodness of God or destruction. I've also and, heard it put, we're the prophet of our own life. Yeah. You know, what, we, what we're prophesying, what we're speaking forth, we, we're creators because we're created in God's image and God is the ultimate creator. And so he created with words, we create with words. So there's the sad thing is there's so many people that don't know they're living in a pit. They think that's just their lot in life. They think this is just the way I am. Well, I was born into this. Well, this is hereditary. Well, this is blah, blah, blah. And so there's, they're living in a pit. That's right. Yeah. And they're speaking from that and that's creating their not, reality. not, I know. I don't want to, I don't want you, want you to hear me. I don't want you to misunderstand not of their own making. It's not that, that they did this to themselves. So they're going to have to dig themselves out of their own pit. No, it's the fallen human race. This started, right. it's, it's Adam and Eve, <laughs> you yeah. know? So we're born into this, um, this deep disconnection to, to God to our creator. So we were born in the pit. So don't, don't feel like, well, they made their bed. So just lie in it. No, no, you, no it that's not, we're talking that. about it. No, 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 go, go ahead. It's like walking aware. You walk aware of where, what you're 
what your territory is. And Come like, on, territory. walking aware. Beautiful, mm. you know, then you, you can see. And this is what, this is a tool to uh, to find out who you are. You you It's a tool to help you analyze where you're at. It's like, oh, I'm in the wrong territory here. Mm. I'm my mouth and spewing things over other people too. So many times, Christians, as Christians, we pray from the pit. We start, yes. oh, she's depressed. And we rehearse all the things mm. that we're seeing that they're doing instead of pulling, going to the well and pulling out all the just like, Father, draw them up out into your presence. Have that, it's just like, give them the tranquility they need to be able to settle their mind down so they can hear your voice, your mm -hmm. small voice. In their crazy good, bring the good to their crazy. It's like, there's just so much. Mm -hmm. uh, How many times have I heard people go, oh, I'm just a hot mess. Oh. Or, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's slang or it's just funny. The Holy Spirit stopped me because I'm a very, I see humor in a lot. And I would try to use humor to justify telling my story. Or I've heard people say, well, I'm just saying, or, or let me just make it plain. And then they just bleh, <laughs> throw up everything, but they, but, but, and then, but then they kind of put whipped cream and a cherry on top thinking it's going to be okay. And it's, it's like, when you would look at it in the spiritual realm, you'd never eat that. It's just, no. it's just garbage, but we justify living in the pit sometimes because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's what we know. And we're not, we don't it's familiar. get, it's familiar. We don't get um, persecuted, you know, for living in the pit. Um, it's horrible. If we really realized it in the, in the natural, we would never do it, but it's a spiritual thing. And so, man, so you start off really, really opening up people's eyes. What, what did you say a moment ago? It's, it's, it's living, not realized, walking, what, walk aware. Walk yeah. aware. There's times when Awaken. I've said something. Yeah, there's times I was, that I'll say something, and Holy Spirit will say, "No," He'll correct me, and I'm like, oh. "But, but I'll, but I'll ask Him, what's a better way to say that? What? How do you want me to say that?" And so I'll ask Him. I'll go to the source and say, "You know, help me with this, so I say it better next time." You know, if it's something I need to repeat. So, okay, so we're in the we're in the well. What? So what? What now? Well, you speak forth what I mean, you the want pit. to see happening mm -hmm. inheritance. You know, okay. you have, I call it who's your daddy. You know, if you say oh, I good. am, I am is God the Father. So the next words out of your mouth determine what your inheritance is. Oh, so, so what if so earlier you were saying, Well, I am depressed. Right. There's your inheritance. Mm. Who's your daddy? I'm angry. Yeah, who's your daddy? Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's using the Lord's name in vain. And so you just, you, you don't want to do that. Here's one. I'm, I'm fat. Oh gosh. And there's so many others. Yeah. <laughs> we won't, thinking. Yeah. yeah we, we won't go into all of them, but, but that, that's what we're talking about living in the pit. And I yeah. love how you said that it's pitiful. It is. You're it's full of pit. It's full of pit. Yeah. And it's not that, I mean, this, this what I'm saying is a tool to help you recognize where you're, where, where you are so that you can mm -hmm. make the adjustments. And so now we're not going to stay in the pit very long, but so we've got that awareness now of what we're talking about. 
okay, I see these things in my life. I'll, I'll recognize them when they try to come out of my mouth. I'll, I'll self censor myself. You know, I'll, 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 I'll find my instead, instead of saying this, I'm going to say this. So now move us into the well. Well, the well is your life. The well is where he is. The well is the wide open place where he dwells. Holy Spirit dwells in truth. So when you speak truth, whether, I mean, it can be pretty raw truth that you're speaking, but mm -hmm. if it's truth for you, he can live there and he can help guide you. He says you, you are to acknowledge him so that he can direct your path. But when you're acknowledged in a pit, guess who's guiding you? Mm. The enemy's guiding you down the mm -hmm. down a pit to where it's really hard to get out of and it, once you know who you are you'll you'll also when you find out who your friends are you'll be able to see when they are not operating in who they actually are because when we go like prophetically speaking when we go to see what's who somebody is you're gonna find dirt you'll find dirt because we're dirty there's stuff mm -hmm. in there I've heard that people, people are peopley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're digging for gold. We we speak to life. We don't speak to the pit. We speak to the well. Mm. So to me, it's a, it's a, a beautiful tool of victory, constant victory. And it will really help define when you're not, when you're. So how do we wonder what is going on? You know, how do we put, cause Okay, I'm getting it now. The a pit is a well without water. So our life is the container. So it's either yes. a pit or it's a well. How do we change? How do we start adding water to our pit to turn it into a well? You speak light. You speak the word of God. You fill yourself up with the word, which is the water. Of the word. Well, it's got to be harder than that. No, it's come not. on. I you can love actually, it. You can literally turn a corner uh, by your confession of your mouth. You have to use your own voice. You can't just be thinking this stuff. You have to actually declare and decree yes. uh, things into the atmosphere because that it it will it will dispel darkness. He spoke. Uh, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit saw darkness and spoke light. That's mm -hmm. what we're to. You speak light, you speak the word, you speak the the power mm. of redemption, you take uh all the promises of God. And and it's it it's not an instant turn. It's a it's a practice of speaking your destiny. Yeah. And it's it's I mean, changing it's our re children. It's changing our reality. It does. To king to kingdom mentality, reality. That when when the when the kingdom becomes our organizing principle in life. We don't add God to our life. Our life becomes all for God. So yeah. it's Sunday. Do I go to church today or do I go to the lake? Well, in my life, well, hypothetically, you know, well, let's go to the lake. It's a pretty day. But if I'm organizing my life for God, I honor God. And then once all that, almost all the priorities are in line, there's time for those recreation times. There's time uh, to connect uh, with friends and family, but it has to all be about reorganizing our reality 
and and speaking out God's word. And the answer to everything is Jesus. One plus one equals Jesus. Two plus two equals Jesus. There's a a sweet friend of mine. She's homeschooling her four and her youngest is kindergarten. And I was Mm -hmm. talking to her the other day and I said, so when your mom starts teaching you math and she's, and you learn one plus one, you just tell her the answer is Jesus. And then three plus five, the answer is Jesus. I said, you just say, just the answer is Jesus. But, but in reality, the answer is Jesus. It's not just a spiritual thing. It's a physical thing. And I'm not saying, you know, skirt your responsibility, this new math, but that's another (laughs) podcast too. Uh, But it's, it is as simple as opening up your mouth and making sure the words coming out of it. If you don't know what to say, then get your Bible out, write down a list of who I am in Christ. I am forgiven. I am the beloved. I am an overcomer. I am, I mean, there's helps out there. Um, I'll even put some in the show notes, but there's, and, and even, uh, even with, with what you do, some of the handouts, um, you do have a whole sheet full of, of the well words that we are in the well and the words that speak life. A couple of um, episodes ago, I had on a, a lady, uh, Sandra Warmack, and she talks about the culture of kindness three things. Ask yourself, is it true? Number two, is it kind? Number three, is it helpful? And that's the culture of kindness. And we can use that on ourselves is what I'm thinking. Is it true? Uh, Based on what God says, um, is it kind? God is kind uh, toward us. And is it helpful to help me grow, to help me uh, mature in God? So it is as simple as speaking the word, getting the word inside of our heart. And see, when we speak it out of our own mouths and our own ears hear it, it goes deeper into our hearts because we believe what we say. Yeah. That's why it's so important that we get that. Okay. So, so back to you. Sorry, I'm taking over. Um, We're in the well now and it's, it's healthy and we're, and, and I love what you said. We're living well. Yes, we are. Uh, part of this too is the, the importance of knowing who you are, what your name means, what you bring to the table every time you show up is that you don't have to be everything. This tool in learning this will eliminate uh, competition because there is no one like you. There's no one that carries the fractal of life that God has given you to do. He's given you a hundred percent of himself, but it's in one specific area This is why we don't live well without each other. And we need each other to function as the bride. Tell us about Rebecca in the Bible. She was riding a camel. What's the, what's that all about? Rebecca's had, Rebecca had a choice. Her choice was to, um, well, you go. I mean, they gave her the, they gave her the, uh, the option that she could choose, pick and choose herself. Now, those of you who are listening, if you're if you're not familiar with the story we're talking about, it really, really happened. This is not fiction. This is true. But you read it for yourself. It's in the first book of the Bible in Genesis chapter 24. And it's a story about a girl named Rebecca and a servant named um, Eleazar. 
and um, a boy named Isaac. Okay. Yes. And so she was given a choice to go with Eleazar back to where Isaac was. And um, there was lots of jewelry involved too. That would have sweetened the deal for thousands me. Thousands and thousands of dollars of jewelry. <laughs> carry. There's a whole story behind that. That's. But she still had a choice. Oh, she, yeah, they called her and they gave her the choice to, um, will you go with this man? Which is saying, will you allow the Holy Spirit to take you? And at that point, the Holy Spirit now has the reins of your life. You, mm. you don't know where you're going, when you're going, how long you're going to be there. You don't know when you're stopping, when you're starting again. You know nothing. Yeah, she knew nothing. That mm. you are being taken to your bridegroom. So at that point, that's our surrender. That's our will. He'll come in on top of our will because we're giving it to him and we say so he partners holy spirit partners with us we're yeah, not we're puppets not. he doesn't no. make us do anything but he will partner come alongside that's part of the holy spirit's job to come and alongside give him our yes when he mm. hears yes he he has permission now mm. giving him permission and as we do that then he can come in and guide us and take us and and reveal to us and have all the things that we need there's nothing we don't have and there's, it's an, uh, it's an ama- amazing adventure. I've got to tell you for 10 years, uh, I, ha- I probably haven't missed a day, uh, not thinking about this, living this, uh, having it remind me of what, who I am. And it's, it's an amazing tool to be able to live a life where you can see it in yourself. It helps to self-correct and you get to pour into other people you get to pour who you are into other people and they you know you know who you are oh in the world it's it a term is called um you know being comfortable in your own skin knowing who you are but but i don't i want to be comfortable in jesus well and see the thing is in when you know who you are the thing you are it'll be your strength and it'll be your weakness because the enemy will always go after the one thing that you were created to do. He'll mm. go after that one thing. So uh, not to be afraid of that, but just be aware of that. And it's like when it tries to be stolen from you. Purpose, uh, I I ride, I sit in purpose. And I didn't for years and years. I had that stolen from me. Since I was a child, I had that stolen from me. I mm. just didn't feel like I, I did all kinds of things, but I didn't know if it had any meaning or what am I doing here? Where am I? What's happening? All of that went away. That went away. And I started laughing when the Lord, you know, showed me that I'm on mm. purpose. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. I get to wow. be that. Yeah. Wow. You get to be that. That's who you are to me. And you're precious in my sight. You are those two things. If nothing else. So when so, Rebecca said, yes. Yep. She got up on a camel Keep going. Yep. Yep. Love that, that. Down in the saddle of the word was led by the Holy Spirit back to her bridegroom. Mm. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the vehicle of your life. The provision for your life is that camel. What it's, I'm riding on through yeah. my journey and yeah. mine, I'll share mine. Mine is obedience. Um, for years before I even met you, um, God had kind of downloaded that to me. I was talking to some people and they're the biggest question. Well, I think the second question, the first question was, 
where's home? Where are you from? Where do you call home? Well, that's a loaded question for me because I've lived so many different places. And at the time we were literally traveling on the road. So my, our motor home was our home. And so God gave me a great answer. I said, my home is in, in the arms of my husband. Oh, said, that's where my home is. Um, but then the second question was, how can you, how did you do what you did by giving everything away and just traveling on the road, not knowing how long it was going to be or whatever. And I said, well, this is just what obedience looks like. I didn't have any other answer. I just said, this is just what, I mean, I said, I could be at home. You know, it was fall. I could be baking pumpkins in my oven. I could have a fire in the fireplace, have my girlfriends come over for tea, but be miserable. (laughs) I said, or I could have, uh, but, uh, or instead I obeyed gave away the pumpkins, the oven, the tea, the fireplace. And I obeyed and look at all this wonderful stuff that was available to me in my obedience. And so when I, and then coming here to Northwest Arkansas, I'm here. This is what obedience looks like. I'm here just out of obedience. I couldn't, you can't make this stuff up. And so I'm like, I didn't make this up. I didn't ask for this. God asked me and I gave him my yes. And so for me, it's obedience. So can you give a few testimonies? Are you uh, able to do that? Uh, testimonies about? Of, of other people that have found their their oh, names. Goodness. I love um, Cracked Pot. Cracked Pot. Okay. Because I am a Cracked Pot, which is she pours out of her brokenness. And the, she loves her brokenness because it brought forth Jesus, her need for Jesus. And she just pours out of that. Mm. broken you know how in with the japanese art where they put the gold and you're stronger mm-hmm. the pot is stronger that that's how she yeah. does it i love crazy good crazy good is a guy that was um he, he was in he's in a band and he was traveling in a in a bus he thought he was going to go insane he really actually thought he was going to lose his mind mm. in this group and he was walking on the beach and he kept saying, it's just so crazy. It's crazy. I'm going crazy. You know, he's speaking that. Mm-hmm. And just pro- put good in front of it. Put good right in front of him. And I'm telling you, I use crazy good all the time. Yeah. I use that in my own life. It's like when things are just beyond you, like yeah. this is nuts. You yeah. just go, yep, it's crazy good. And it dispels Come on. anxiety. It makes it just that vaporize. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. Well, the only way we can give the enemy place in our life is if we believe his lies. Yeah, that's exactly right. So when, when something comes against us or a thought comes against us, we're just like, no, no, it's crazy. Good. It's crazy. Good. So, um, so I'm, I I said, I would probably wouldn't do this, but I, I, cause I don't want to date this cause this, you know, this could be aired forever cause it's out there in, in the airwaves. But um, if you're in the Northwest Arkansas area, um, October the 13th, 2023, so there we go, we've got the date there, we're actually having an encounter night, a women's encounter, and a Sherry is coming to speak. And so if you like what you've heard, um, and if you're close enough to come, it's a free event. So we, uh, we, we just join us, come and hear more about this and sit under this. Because the cool thing is, I just want to get as many women in the building as possible because I know every single woman is going to be impacted. 
They're going to have an encounter with God. Holy Spirit is going to, going to show them who they are. So when they leave that night, they're going to leave with their, who they are, their name. What, 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 what is that? Is that how you say it? They leave with their I don't want to say purpose. I call, their cam- I call it their camel name because that's what they're going to sit down in. They realize okay. what they called all along. So it's their life journey. Okay. They will yeah. know what God calls them. Well, that is just, yeah, it's priceless. It's yeah. priceless to see someone get their aha moment when it, especially when they understand it's their, it's the thing that the enemy goes after. And we also look up people's names and figure out that that's really helpful as mm-hmm. well. You know, where that's the, what their parents name them, but it actually means something that yeah. they're either living in it and walking in it or they're getting stolen from. So it's good to know which side yeah. of the that is. <laughs> so, so that you're, we're empowering these women to, to go and be everything that, that, that God, God has for them. The whole purpose they're here on the planet. Yeah, and so it's, it's so exciting. So exciting. Well, we have a few minutes left before we have to say goodbye. What was one thing talking about legacy? What is one thing that you want to be remembered for? That I saw the purpose in every person and mm. pulled it out. Because to me, one of my, I, I can't not do it. I mean, it's like compelling to me when I meet somebody. And if someone's like, snarky or mean or something oh my spirit just goes oh they're being stolen from mm. they're the opposite of that you know it's just it's very rewarding for that in, in so it not life. only I, it not I'm only changes the goal i'm sorry yes so it not only changes how we see ourselves, but it changes how we see others around us absolutely absolutely Beautiful. it empowers you to pray for your enemies Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. beautiful you, you you it changes you beautiful if you let it yes yeah well I'm, i i say yes i say yes i'm so looking forward to our our encounter night hey real quick um so you've been married 30 years your husband's retired from forest service a for he's a forester he's a forest yes. forest ranger so how did you guys meet we've got about about two minutes left Okay, we met at church. We met. He was oh. my my kid's Sunday school teacher. So he, you we're, went to the we're well. We're a blended. We're a blended family. He yeah. he came to the well. Okay. Yeah. So very yeah. cool. How yeah. did he? How did he ask you out? Well, we had children, so it was like, it was just always a group. Oh, <laughs> love group. it! And then he whisked me away to Alaska, so it oh. was like really quite an adventure. So how many kiddos, like how many in the family went to Alaska? All five of our, well, we didn't have Annie yet, but okay. we, we had Annie later, but wow. yeah, yeah, four. Alaska. How many years were you there? Six. Six years. And then we All were right. in Ozark, Arkansas. For and we're not just talking like Alaska. We're talking the forests of Alaska. And we're talking an island. Yeah. 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 So yeah. did you, did yeah. you ever climb a tree with them? Yeah. Did he ever climb trees? Did you ever climb trees? No. Did foresters ever do that? <laughs> well, he was a fire. He was he was a fire watch, and he would be up in the fire towers. In the towers, wow. 
Wow. Amazing. Well, I got to meet your Prince Charming a couple weeks ago in your amazing backyard, but Sherry, thank you so much. Now, is there anything we've got about a minute left? Is there anything that is still on your heart that you want to share that I did not tap into? Well, they can go to cameljourney.org if they want to and look at our website. It's still in progress. It's beautiful. They can look at that and give it, it'll give some more explanation. Yeah. So they can go I will, look at the well and the pit. And can, so camelljourney.org. Journey, yes, I went to it. I've been there. I've got, I got, got some good uh, wording for, um, for our encounter night. Uh, it's a beautiful website. I love how it's designed. And so go to cameljourney.org, read about it, plan a girl's night and come. We're going to have some lobby life and it's going to be a great time. So we're basically out of time. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Make sure that you uh, get the show notes. You'll get the information about this and another recipe. So thank you, sis, for joining us until next time. Bye.